You're listening to Immaculate Conception Podcasts, recorded every Sunday at the 11 o'clock Mass at our new church located at 411 Palma Road in Columbia, Illinois. For more information about Immaculate Conception, please go to www.icc-columbia-il.us. Our pastor is Father Carl Shear. And now, enjoy the podcast. Doors blow open. Hats blow off. Hair gets disheveled. All familiar experiences when you arrive here on the breezy hill at Immaculate Conception Church. But I like to think of it as the strong driving wind of the Holy Spirit, of which we read in Luke's Acts account today of the event of Pentecost. Just as the bright sunshine blinding you on a Sunday morning can be a reminder that the sun's love shines brightly down upon you, so too the strong winds here at Immaculate Conception Church can remind us that we are a spirit-filled church. On this great feast of Pentecost, the birthday of the church, we give thanks to God for the gift of the church. We live in an era when we hear many people say, I'm a spiritual person, but not a religious person. I don't need a church. I have a very good childhood friend who often says that. He's now a retired physician. And I often think to myself, didn't you go to medical school to become a doctor? Would any one of us want to trust our physical health to someone who claims to be a doctor but didn't go to medical school, but just learned medicine on their own? My friend didn't do that. He went to medical school. And so, too, it's the same thing with our spiritual health. I think we should see the church as a school of spirituality, a place where we are giving the tools, the opportunities, the inspiration, and the leadership that we need to become a truly spiritual person. That is to have a spirit-filled personal relationship with our God. In fact, that very word spiritual includes the word spirit, which implies that without the gift of the Holy Spirit given to the church and to each one of us at baptism through the church, we cannot have a genuine spirituality, a genuine personal relationship with the Lord. And so to claim to be a spiritual person without being part of the church is as foolish as claiming to be a doctor without going to medical school. On this feast of Pentecost, Luke also tells us in Acts that they were all together in one place. It's a reminder that the Holy Spirit was first given to the church the community of believers, and that the Holy Spirit has been passed on to us down through the centuries through the successors of the apostles. The Holy Spirit then was a gift entrusted to the community, the church. We do not baptize ourselves, but are baptized by designated representatives of the community of faith, the church. Indeed, the church is first and foremost a community of believers, the people of God, as Vatican II constantly remind us in their documents. 
Yet as church, we have a structure, we have leaders, we have norms to follow. But we are first and foremost the people of God. If there is one thing that Jesus constantly made crystal clear, it was that we cannot separate our relationship with God from our relationship with one another. For God is indeed present in the other. And it is within the church, the community of believers, that we celebrate and reverence God present in one another. Ever mindful that we can only claim to love our God as much as that one person or that one group of persons that we love the least. Of course, there are some people who reject the gift of the church, the gift of the Holy Spirit, because of the church's flaws, scandals, and inconsistencies. But as I always tell those who express an interest in joining our church, that the only requirement to join is that you be a sinner. For if you are not a sinner, you have no need of a savior or of a church. As Pope Francis himself constantly reminds us, we should use the image of a church not as a haven for the saved, but rather as a hospital for the sick. Indeed, yes, we are a church of sinners, but the good news is, as we heard in John's gospel account of the Pentecost event today, Jesus breathed on them and said, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them. Peter, the leader of the apostles, and recognized as our first pope, denied Jesus three times and once heard Jesus say to him, get behind me, Satan. Like all of us, Peter, too, was a flawed follower of Jesus. But just as Jesus did not give up on Peter, so too Jesus does not give up on any one of us or upon his church. And now for the joke. The story is told about a priest dressed in his Roman collar who went to a social event one evening, and there was a cocktail hour preceding the dinner, and one gentleman who had a cup of cocktails already came up to the priest and said, Father, I used to be a Catholic and go to church, but I don't go to church anymore. There are too many hypocrites there. And the priest very politely replied, there's always room for one more. <laughs> and so on this birthday of the church, we wear the bright, bold colors of the tongues of fire, symbolizing our desire as individual disciples and as a community of believers to be bold in living our faith. Let us continue to treasure the gift of the church, our school of spirituality, so that we can learn our faith, love our faith, and live our faith, confident that in spite of all of our flaws and shortcomings, the Holy Spirit can use us to help others come to believe that God is good all the time. All the time.